Hi, I'm Joanna Bonaro, and I created a TV show called Good and Screwed, and out of that came these podcasts. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Terrace Truth Talking. Joanna Bonaro and Julie Hayes, how are you today? How's everyone today? Pretty good. It's a beautiful day here in New York City. Yes, it is. And we're not really on the terrace. No, we can't because of audio problems. Yeah, but, but we wish we were because the sun is shining and it's blue and it's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful we're day. We're having a great fall, I yeah. have to say. It's true. Indian summer. I love Indian summer. Me too. So anyway, Friday. It's Friday and it's fashion. And under fashion, we decided that we were going to talk about what is age appropriate. Right. And why some things are considered not age appropriate and which are, which I think is a ridiculous statement in itself. And so there's just, this is just a huge topic. It's, so it's too all encompassing. Yeah. So we decided to minimize it. To, as, to red lipstick. To red lipstick. <laughs> because we both wear red lipstick. And I'm a brunette and she's a redhead. Right. And and I learned something new the other day, which I didn't like, is Joanna told me that some people say that you're too old to wear red lipstick. I mean, not us per se. I mean, anyone can be too old to wear red lipstick. And I had never heard that before. Well, yes, actually, when I was in the cosmetic industry years mm-hmm. and years ago, uh, there was an opinion, which I'm sure has changed, mm-hmm. too, through the years, that when you hit your 40s, it was time to soften the red that you should wear. Because uh, I've always been a red lipstick wearing gal from the time I was like 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, and recently, I think I was just looking at articles on on the web, and I, I, I bypassed articles, not bypassed, I saw articles that said, is red lipstick age appropriate in your 50s? And I looked at that and I said, well, of course it's it's age appropriate. Why wouldn't it be? And I read this article and it said there, there had been a survey, some sort of Yahoo sur- survey, and I didn't print the whole thing, uh, but it basically said that there, there are there, a large part of the population feels that once you hit the age of actually 59, you shouldn't be wearing leather pants, wearing red lipstick, big hoop earrings, low cleavage, leopard prints. And I said to myself, I'm not 59, but I know when I'm 75, I'm still going to be wearing that stuff. Now, maybe I won't wear it all at once, but... I think I, it's more a question of what's right for you and what I your style hate is. Stuff like that. Because I hate hearing stuff like that. I think it's a question of not trying to recoup or regain your youth. I think it's a question of a sense of style and no, if you, you can look wear good in it. Whatever you want to wear. It's your body and yourself and your hair and your face. You can wear whatever you want. Did any, has anyone ever actually had the audacity to say to you? Why are you wearing red lipstick? Do you think you should be wearing red lipstick? No, but it's funny. And she, Joanna knows this about me. I actually get the opposite because a lot of times I don't wear any makeup. And then I'll come in with red lipstick on. And people will be like, wow, Julie, you 
you have on lipstick. <laughs> and and like too many people will be like, you look so good today. And like they're they're kind of like punching the word good. Like in other words, the subtext is maybe you should put on a little <laughs> lipstick once in a while. You know? Well, I think the the I've I've had the opposite is that because I tend to usually I like to wear red lipstick a lot, uh-huh. but there was a point a point where I just I just stopped, and there are many days where. But the days that I don't wear the red lipstick, people will come up to me and say, "Joanne, is everything okay?" So actually, I mm. think I'm just agreeing with you. Is everything okay? Do you feel all right? And I'll say, "Everything's fine." It's because I'm not wearing my bright lipstick. But the thing that's so great about red lipstick is that you can just put on red lipstick and you don't have to put anything else on. No, and and I, nor should you, quite honestly, because I think if you really put on a full face of makeup, this is where I agree, perhaps, with the adage, you have to be careful, because when you're older, I think if you, if you put on a lot of makeup mm-hmm. with the red lipstick, mm-hmm. then it's just overdone and it's, it, 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 it's not enhancing. Whereas if you just really accentuate your mouth with the red lipstick and everything else is relative, it's just yeah. natural. You've chosen one thing and it, it does. It brightens your whole face it does. and you pop and it looks beautiful. And and the thing about red lipstick too is you have to find the right color for the right color red. Yes, like for your coloring would be very the color you would use would be very different than what I would exactly. use. Exactly. Like I have found for me if the red is too pink, mm. it doesn't work for me. For me, actually, what works better is if it's more red. But the other, my other little tip about my red lipstick is you have to blot. Yes. Oh, and also, do you know the trick about how not to get it on your teeth? No. So, oh, God, I wish this wasn't a podcast show. I could show you guys. So, I think... You probably know that Joanna and I are both in the entertainment industry. We are. Um, And we've tried to kind of keep that out of this. But anyway, a lot of times we have to go to openings of films and TV stuff that we're in. And what can happen is you can... Well, I'm not at the place where anyone does my makeup for me. So I have to do it myself. And you show up and then they start taking pictures. And all of a sudden you realize that you have red lipstick on your teeth. Um, And so the trick is you take your finger and you stick your finger in your mouth and I'm going to show you and and you go like this. Oh, and then the the lipstick goes here on your finger instead of going on your teeth. That's great. So you explain what I just did because it felt a little pornographic. It is. It, it, it's kind of pornographic. That's actually the thought that went through my head. I, know. I didn't want to say it, but since you brought it up. Yeah, no, it's a great okay. trick. It really yes. works. And, and you're basically, it's like you have a popsicle. Let's say you have a popsicle in your mouth. Yeah. And you're just, you're just moving the popsicle in and out of your mouth. And I love so, that she used the word popsicle. And so the residue lipstick, I guess, on the inner portion of, of your, your lips, lips will then go, will on, then your go on your finger, as aka ice pop, and then yes, and then it won't go on your teeth. Yes, and it works every time. Oh, I like and that. And then the other the other tip is when you put the red lipstick on, you have to blot. Yes, you well, have I to. know that you always and, have to blot. And, and even if you're doing the shiny part, you know, you still have to blot. You still. 
um, because that's what keeps it from going, not staying on your lips, you know, well, and not running. Well, if you blot, even if you have lines, even if you have little lip lines on your lips, if you blot the rep lipstick, it will not go into those little lines. Well, I have found, I, I usually don't use lip liners because I don't, I don't really have a lot of little lines. I, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I was never a smoker. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think if you, if one has smoked when, when they were younger, sometimes uh, that women have a more of a but problem But I with that. never smoked either, but I do have the little you do? lines. You do? I never really noticed. Yeah. Well, don't but, look. <laughs> anyway, regardless of whether you have them or not or uh -huh. why. I've never really used a lip liner, so but my point is is that a lip liner will help yes. with the bleeding. But it has to be a good color. It can't be too dark or too lighter. No, no you what you red. really want is either a nude lip liner that, that matches your lips mm -hmm. perfectly mm -hmm. or a lip liner that matches the lipstick perfectly. Mm -hmm. That's what I have found. And I think that matte is better than not matte. I love matte lipstick. Because it stays. Yeah, I love matte lipstick. I, I think it, because shinier, the well, lip gloss, first of all, well, for me is, regardless of age, is just too teeny bopper. Uh, and I will tell you that I just found, you have one too, but I found um, this new, they have all these wonderful new products out now. Yeah. There's something from... And again, we we don't get product endorsements, so I'm just but, telling you what my experience is. But okay? we want to. We want to, but I will tell you that I just got this great, it looks like a lip gloss, but it's not. It's a matte liquid lipstick, and it's it's whipped, and it lasts literally all day long. So what's your color for red? Well, my color with this one is called Mon Cher. It's a lip whip. And we'll have pictures of this on our Instagram See, page. See, now, she has a MAC lipstick This here. is my favorite And lipstick. hers is Ruby Woo. Ruby Woo. It's a but blue red. Let me tell you, Ruby Woo gives you a wow factor. Up the gazoo. And so, as not to get boring with just our opinions, we asked our friends what they thought. And here are a few. Sorry, we couldn't put all the responses, but here are some of the responses. Lisa P. states, if you can rock it, then wear it, no matter your age. Go, Lisa. Ellen A. wrote, it's completely fine to wear red lipstick in appropriate shades and circumstances. I wear mauve and plum versions of red for the office, but I do wear it on a date. It's my signature look, and you look great in it, Ellen. Valerie V. said, Absolutely. It's appropriate for women over 50. I remember my mom wearing red in her 70s. The pop of color made her look and feel special. Rock on red. Valerie, I remember your mom. I loved her. She looked great. And Mona SH applauded it. Red lipstick is iconic and definitely here to stay. Mona, we love you. So, there you have it, ladies. If anyone ever tells you it's a no-no, whip out this podcast. There was a purpose to this. Red lipstick is a woman's secret superpower. It makes you feel confident, bold, sexy, complex, alive, and ready to conquer the world. Rock that red. I have another little trick. Go ahead. So if you just get a Burt's and Bees like lip balm, you mm -hmm. know, you get those in the winter, you just pick them up in the drugstore. If you put that over your red lipstick every time, what will happen is it'll get 
on the lipstick. I see. There seems to be like a tint. Yeah, it starts tinting it. And also, it helps to keep it kind of in, too. Oh. So you can put it on your lips, and the little tint is there. So you have your little red yes, lips. Yes, I see that. Mm -hmm. That's very nice. Yeah, and it is. It's very it's natural. Very natural it's and for subtle. a very a day natural look. Yeah. So that's your that's your supermarket. Yeah. Guacamole buying <laughs> lipstick. Yes. Anyway, yes. keep wearing that red lipstick. Yeah, wear the red lipstick, and I wear all kinds. I mean, for when I have a special occasion, I have a Chanel red that I love, and, and then for color. every day, I because I don't really like to spend a huge amount of money on my makeup. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't see any reason to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use Revlon, and this one is a red lustrous lipstick, number 745. So uh, the other fashion thing that we wanted to talk about today. Yes. Uh, that was kind of a weird segue, but I think we had done red we, We're going from the top of the body now to the bottom of the right. body. And so we want to talk about shoes. Yes. So I just want to say that I just love and hate heels and I don't understand why God made heels and why as women we have to wear heels but I do understand that I actually have long legs so I don't it's not like a proportion thing with me so maybe that's why I don't love high heels as much because I understand if people are shorter they probably really love their high heels I um, used to love my high heels because I'm average height. No, they do make everything look like I have to go somewhere on Sunday and I'm wearing a black dress, right? And it's a really cute black dress and I just like going, I have to wear heels with this. But we live in New York City, like how am I going to get there on the train, on the this, going down the stairs, wobbling around in my high heels? So well, I think the difference between when you're younger and when you're older this is my assessment. Mm -hmm. When you're younger, you feel the need, or I did anyway. I don't want to talk for the younger generation mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. But when I was younger, I and I felt many of my peers mm -hmm. felt the need to leave the house mm -hmm. in heels. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a surge in everyone. That's when everyone started actually like wearing sneakers and all. But for the most part, you left the house in heels. Yeah, that's because we were all obsessed with sex in the city. Right. So you had, he, and that's what you did. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you transitioned and you wore your sneakers to work. And, but basically that's what you did. When you went on a date, you had your heels. You just had heels, mm -hmm. basically. Nowadays, I think, well, I'm, I love the fact that high heels don't seem to be as much in vogue. No, they're not. Post Sex in the City for right. a long time now, right. and and what's wonderful in Vogue are sneakers and, sneakers, and sandals right. and low right. heels. And now that I'm older, when I go out, what I'll do is I will wear, you know, in transit, I'll wear like a ballet flat. I might bring my higher, I'll bring my higher heels because I like the way I look in heels. I feel sexier. I feel elongated. No, but uh, but no. The but you're saying something like a dress. Like if you have your favorite dress that you wear when you want to dress up, you have to wear heels with it. You, I think you do. It just doesn't I mean, look good with the ballet flats. And I, I mean, agree. I think, and I think, I've seen people who do it with the ballet flats. And I and have long legs and I still I can't know. do it. I know. You're, you're long and you have gorgeous legs. But the thing is, and, and, and I think 
and this is this is a little bit of an age thing. Oh, but I think if you're like 25, you can wear like the really big, huge sneakers and like your black dress. But I think if you're and you look and, and it's cool. looks cool and great, and that's what all the rappers do. And funky, and, you know. Taylor Swift dresses like that now, and you know they all do that. But if you're like you know um, res resplendent, 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 I should know that. If you're in the resplendent part of your age, um, you know you need heels. I think also it there's a polished I think it, it helps define the look that you're going for. Yes. Uh-huh. If you're looking for a more casual look, fine, go with the low heels or the, the, the sneakers or what have you, or you want to do more street. Mm -hmm. uh, but but when you're more effulgent mm -hmm. uh, or resplendent, uh, you want um, I find I want let's say I'm trying to channel my inner Audrey Hepburn. Mm -hmm. I find the heels are just more elegant and refined, and I gravitate towards that. And, and for me, it's not so much the elegant part of it. It's literally the look. Like, I don't know how to make my dress look good without the heels. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, can't, I can't attain that objective of, of the look for me of elegance without the heels. But there... They are so uncomfortable. Um, I guess my one tip for people out there, I don't know why I'm giving tips today, but to get them bigger. So if you wear a size seven and a half, get an eight. Like I find the bigger the heels are, the more comfortable. I mean, I know, you know, at Dwayne Reed, you can get all types of stuff. And the inserts to, you can get, yeah. which do make them a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think all of that helps, but, you know, three hours at a wedding or a party or we're at an opening of you know, a movie or something, and those heels is just awful. It is awful. But that's why at every wedding you've ever gone to, women eventually start bopping and dancing around barefoot. Yeah, I know. And so then it's only in our eyes, I've decided that the look looks better with heels. But we could be taught in an alternate universe. <laughs> the look looks I better in... True. No heels. But I will feet. say, in general, though, I'm glad the trend has become more casual. Oh, yes. I'm glad yes. when I walk through the streets, women of all ages are wearing flat shoes of, of some, some sort. And because also, comfort now is being demanded and by not, women, and the fashion industry is standing up and listening. Exactly. And not only is comfort being demanded, but women are being demanded to be physical like men yes so you know we're we have to be able to do what men have to do so we have to be able to walk as fast as them i mean if you're walking with your male friends and you have like five inch heels and you can't keep up it's an issue yeah and also for me too you know you're living in the mean streets of new york city mm -hmm. uh, i want to be able to move i know me too and i want to be able to run if i need to yes and I'm certainly going to be able to maneuver more quickly if I have flats on or sneakers. Yes, I agree. I'll give you a fun fact. Good. Did you know that the first person who had red soles on their shoes was the Sun King, Louis XIV? Wow. 
I did not know that. Yes, the Sun King w was the only one in his court who was allowed to have red soles on his heels. So I think Christian Louboutin, how do you say his? Uh, anything French, I'm going to just garble. Uh, I think he stole it from the Sun King. The Louboutins. Louboutins. Right. And only his inner court royalty were allowed to also have shoes with soles that were red. I thought that was a very interesting historical tidbit and that I would share with Julie and the rest of you. And here's another, since she brought up Louis XIV, when I was in Paris a couple of years ago, like two years ago, I noticed that all the ladies of a certain age let their hair go gray. That's a wonderful topic that I think we have to address in another podcast. Yes, we do. But it was interesting. Absolutely. So, um, unfortunately, today we have to cut this kind of short because Joanna and I have things to do. Um, we're very important. I'm being ironic if you don't know me. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but uh, I wanted to give our book recommendation because it's my day, my time to do it. And I started The Testaments, which is Margaret, Margaret Atwood's sequel to The Handmaid's Tale. And I know you guys know what The Handmaid's Tale is. And this book, The Testaments, is just as wonderful and thrilling and scary and all the things that Margaret Atwood does. So I highly recommend it. It's on my list, so I will take your recommendation, Julie. Okay. And remember... Remember, kindness, kindness counts. counts.